0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm recording. Yeah. One hour,
1: 24 minutes in. I'm one hour, 35 in. So. All right, cool. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm and Here with me is Kevin. Oh, wait. He couldn't make it.
0: I don't have a very good Kevin impression.
1: Sorry. (laughs) You should just do an Arnold impression. (laughs) (laughs) That'd
0: probably be worse.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. We got Andy, of course. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, This episode is episode 145 High Voltage with Bobby Watts. So, yeah. Yeah. So, in a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that we recorded um, with Bobby Watts. What a great guy. Dude.
0: Seriously, right? Yeah. It's fantastic. How was your week? Steve? Okay.
1: So let's uh, yeah, let's get to know everyone's week. My week? My week was freaking fantastic. You went to a fun fly or something, I heard. Yeah. So we went to the twenty eighteen Fredericksburg Fall Heli Mowdown. Oh and yeah. OMG. First of all, you know, this event has always been great. Every year I've gone, right? Nope like mm-hmm. just, just fantastic. But more recently I've been noticing this is kind of becoming like you know, an SAB event, even though it's it's not Florida. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess with Bird and Kyle coming and a whole bunch of team pilots being there. Did you there, guys take over Virginia as well? It does seem so. It does oh. seem like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> there's a lot of folks flying That's online and Synergy and you know, all the major, Galway, you know, all the major helicopter manufacturers. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just It's It seems like it's a little gobbly now (laughs) I'll say (laughs) yeah but I gotta say you know I had great time there you know I rolled down there with uh, McToon and uh, Devin Mm -hmm. and also we picked up Ron Riccio and his daughter Maddie and it was just it was just a whole bunch of us just was fun got tons of flights in on my Goblin 500 which you know, more recently now it's becoming, you know, I bought it as my practice bird, right? You know? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted something that's a little bit bigger, that flies well, but I wanted, um, you know, a practice bird, right? And now I'm, like, really doing that. I'm, like, uh-huh. trying new maneuvers on it. I'm bringing things lower and, like, taking more risk because, hey – Dan already crashed it for me, so so that's yeah. kind of you know been been there, done that, right? So
0: it's already been broken in. It's already been broken in. More, yes, yeah, you're probably getting more comfortable with it, yes. so you can start pushing the boundaries a little more. Yes,
1: indeed. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've been having a great time with that, and you know, more recently, uh, because my night setup, my Black Thunder night setup, has been. You know, I left it that night setup up since uh, the South Jersey fun fly and what was the one before that? The uh, Rochester fun fly? That I just been flying my Black Nitro during the day. And just back mm-hmm. to back, like, I flew it probably about... Fuel and uh, fly. Hmm? Yeah, fuel and fly. I, I was doing like probably about six or seven flights um, with the Goblin 500 flights I did on Friday um, and Saturday. Like, just, just flying those, right? Um, really mainly Saturday Friday we got there really late so Saturday was just like Goblin 500 in the morning and then all day Goblin Nitro just flying crap out of that bird and then Sunday like I was basically hot fueling that thing and just flying you know and you know McToon was taking turns on it and you know Devin was taking turns on it like we were just all having fun flying that helicopter and yeah, uh, it's it just flies so well it's just oh i can't i can't speak yeah. highly enough and yeah you know i might be a little biased i'm you know i fly for SAV, but regardless i'm just having so much fun with this helicopter it's you know i can't say enough about it and yeah you know
0: that's something it it's kind of it's a little more expensive but that's one great thing about a Nitro is you can just go back to back to back. Yes. I mean just basically the time it takes you to pump fuel in and you can go back up. You don't yeah. have to wait on batteries mm-hmm. or do none of that. Just have a couple of receiver packs and you can just fly all day. So I mean that is that is a really cool part about them.
1: Yeah. So just to give you an idea, like I had my god 500. I have three packs. I recharged those like three sets, right, the three packs. Mm-hmm. Um Two times on Saturday, and then after mm-hmm. that, I had two third six hundred pulse two uh, receiver packs, and that was just back to back flights on the night train. Mm-hmm. So, like you're saying, you just refuel it, you go back yeah. up, you know. And yeah. I, I'll do like two flights, and then I'll let the engine cool down, and you know, kind of let everything, you know, relax for a little bit. and Then I would just do two or three more flights, you know, just go yeah. back out there, and it's great. I love it, and who doesn't love a motor, you know, just talking back to you, like, you know, mm-hmm. telling you how it's doing, and yeah, and I'm the soul. smoke, and the soul, and everything, yeah, just everything about it, it's, it's I just, I'm, with you. I'm, I'm Nitro, man, like, uh-huh. you know, I, I took a flight, and and I think I landed, and I was like, I don't know who I was talking to, maybe it was Goudreau, or Dan, or maybe Riccio, and I'm just like, fuck, Nitro is awesome, like, I was just, like, so, <laughs> like, you know, like, so amped up, and it's just so, yeah. like, euphorically happy that i'm flying a damn nitro heli man it was great Mm -hmm. so today uh so sorry and then yesterday i you know i I landed in denver so i'm doing this podcast from denver right now in a hotel room and i got to meet up with uh wayne thompson you know i kind of put a feeler out on the rc heli hangouts and i was like Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna be in denver in town for a week you know is there any rc heli guys you know maybe we'll meet up maybe you know have lunch or dinner or something and talk or just get, you know, just kind of,
0: you know, get to meet some
1: folks out here, right? And, yeah, so Wayne uh, reached out and said, hey, you know, like, I'll pick you up. We'll go have lunch and we'll go to the field. I was like, no, no, you don't have to do that, you know. that's." And But I was like, all right, all right. And if I'm not imposing and he wants to offer that, so I took him up on it. And I got to check out the RC Crosswinds field, which – it's great. It's just wide open space, <laughs> you know? Um, great, great, like, feel, just layout and stuff. Um, and Swain's a great guy. Like, I got, you know, we were just, we, we had lunch and, you know, we had some good barbecue food and he was going over, you know, we we're just swapping, you know, uh, what do you call it? Stories, you know, just kind of like, yeah, kind of like, you know, Heli stories and, and stuff. So it was great, um, to do that. And then, uh, And then let's see here. Today, I was checking out my email and I got some shipping notice info about something new that I pre-ordered probably about a month, a month and a half ago that's coming in the mail.
0: Is it orange and black with wings?
1: Yes. yes, Oh. So, yes, my Tortuga has shipped with all my electronics that I ordered. Um, So, yeah, I I should be getting that this Friday when the episode gets released. And so I'll, I'll most likely you know kind of do some videos on it and and you know see what the build process is like. Yeah, I heard it's a very quick build. It's only like a couple yeah, things I was gonna say I don't. That's it.
0: I think they go together pretty fast, right? I mean, you don't have a lot to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not much. I think you do some you do some electronics installation, of course, and then you have sure. your vertical fins you glue on, and and pretty much that's about it. You know, so. Um but I do have to say I did get a chance to see the Tortuga uh fly at the fall mold right? Bird mm-hmm. had his and KC uh, Campbell had his. And I do have to say I seen one crash. Oh and the outcome of that crash and OMG at I mean it bad. Yeah, yeah, it was it was <laughs> gone. It was gone. Like I like no, everything no. was gone. But what do you expect from a hel- uh, from a plane that's flying close yeah. to 200 miles per hour <laughs> gonna and just goes right into the cornfield? Like, just right in. Oh, like, damn. Like, it didn't slow down or nothing. It just went full tilt, right? Like, bank knife edge. And it was Casey's. Oh, wow. Casey, like, oh. was like, oh, I kind of looked over at, at Bert's. And then I looked back oh, and no. it just went right in. It was just knife oh, edge no. and rolled right into the cornfield. Oh, Done. man. Full Done. speed. Full speed. Done done oh
0: gosh
1: and also seeing the Tortuga fly videos just like heli videos do not do yeah. it justice that thing is a beast it is so hauls quick ass. It, it literally like hauls ass to the next level
0: it's like <laughs>
1: Virginia has a pretty long flight line yeah and they it fly goes, jets and stuff yeah there. it goes from one side to the other side in like split seconds <laughs> like insanely fast and i have a i have a facebook live video i think i posted right um, yeah, I saw it. And, and you know and that video doesn't do it justice it is uh-huh. super quick it is amazing so i can't wait i can't wait to get mine and crash it because i know i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> well it moves so fast and it's not very big i guess no, it gets it's not
0: small really quick yeah, right i mean yeah yeah very quick you got to stay on top of it yeah like, yeah Full speed, oh, I got to turn. Full speed, oh, I got to turn.
1: Yeah, you got to be like full speed turning. (laughs) Like, As soon as you think about going full speed, you got to also be thinking about turning (laughs) because that's how quickly it is. It's quick. It's super quick. That'll be interesting. I'll definitely video the maiden and stuff, and we'll see how that turns out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that'll be a blast. Yeah, yeah. So so when are you getting one? I don't know. (laughs) Probably never. All right. Well, you'll you'll fly mine and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to get one. (laughs) No, I
0: mean, it it looks cool. I mean, it really does. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
1: So, what were you up to this past week?
0: Well, I also went to a fun fly. Nice. Um, I wasn't able to make it up to the mow down. I have a lot of work going on here. It is harvest Mm -hmm. season after all. Yep, yep. But I did sneak away a few hours uh, Saturday to the uh, local event we had over here at the club the uh, flyers for tots
2: mm-hmm.
0: um is kind of disappointing no one really showed up oh, uh we sucks. had yeah we we only had about eight pilots on saturday and probably two or three on sunday
1: that's a shame because it's such a good cause right so you'd want you know you'd hope to get more contribution
0: yeah it's kind of a it's a charity thing and yeah. and i did do a whole lot of uh promoting and stuff because to be honest i wasn't even sure if i'd be there or i'd be stuck in the fields mm-hmm. so i didn't really get out there and do a whole lot of promotion for it but this the club here is just kind of it's kind of weathering down and we can get into that later but yeah anyway i did uh, you know do some heli flights uh we had some some guys there that um you know we're not really around helis a lot and a couple uh people that are new to the hobby so it was it was cool to to let uh you know fly helis for those for those guys
1: yeah see what it's about
0: see what it's about uh-huh. yeah so i spent a good bit of time talking to talking to those and uh made a um uh a phone plane for uh one of my friends there and uh he wasn't feeling well, and so I made his plane it got it all trimmed out and set up for him the um it was the the horizon hobby uh, mall it's a kind of a scale high wing airplane uh flies really nice it's uh like a sixty some inch um airplane. I got my nitro out my n five five six put three or four flights on that um nice did a little bit of engine tuning, leaned it out a couple more clicks oh, um, due to the weather. <laughs> yeah. It was flying really nice. <laughs> N- nice enough to the point. I was like, mm, I don't know. Should I go a couple more or maybe just stay right here? I, d- I decided to just stay where it was. It sounded good and it, it was flying Good. So I, I didn't go any, any leaner. I'm already pretty lean on it. Just, just looking at the the needles. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know one thing i found out recently that's about engine tuning
0: yeah what's that
1: depending on your flight style you might need to richen or lean out the motor and i never knew that i thought the motor was just a motor like you just tune it and you fly and that's it
0: yeah well it depends on like how hard you're how hard you're flying it right like yeah yeah yeah
1: so I never knew that. I thought the motor just like revs at a certain RPM, and you put load on it, and that's why you tune it. Like you, you know, you do your full collective pitch up, and you see if it goes lean or it's too rich. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, but it's not just that though. It's more to like your flying style. That if you're really yeah. hard on the helicopter, like Keniko or you know those mm-hmm. crazy pilots out there, that you'd have to, l- richen it up. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, I just, think it yeah. probably
0: has more to do with. How much you're under like full load, full throttle yeah. conditions. You know, if you're really ringing it out and you're at 100% throttle most of the time and it, the Haley's also fairly well loaded, yeah. you're going to have to rich it a little more than if you're, you know, just puttering I'm around. Talking like,
1: I'm talking about like two and three quarters on a high on an OS 105, like ridiculously rich. Okay. Yeah, not just by like a couple of clicks. I'm talking about oh. by like a full turn compared to normal, okay. which is which I couldn't like I I you know I just didn't know I was like really, I yeah, yeah I don't
0: know yeah yeah I mean it makes sense I hadn't really thought about it
1: yeah hmm okay yeah so anyway sorry to the north but yeah no
0: you're no that's cool I'm I'm still you know I I take every chance I fly to, to tinker with it just a little bit because mm-hmm. I I view it as a as a learning experience. I still haven't got around to putting a temp center on there. I need to do that just to see because yeah. I, might, I might still be way rich. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even though by the, the needles seem lean, but where I am, at the, it, you know, I'm a little bit higher elevation. When it's hot, humid weather, my you know, the DA, the density altitude here can be 2,500 to 3,500 feet. You know, so that's a big difference from uh, someone flying at sea level. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm still tinkering with it, but I'm enjoying it. That thing flies so well. Like I forget, you know, I put, I fly something. I'm like, yeah, this flies really good. And then I'll put it away. And then I forget how good it is. You know, I got it out. And I was like, damn, this thing just is locked in. It just flies amazing. And then I'll put it on the shelf and <laughs> for a month and I'll forget again. Mm-hmm. So it's like a new experience every time I dig one out but but i'm loving it um put a few more flights on the uh the oxy four max uh it's flying really well got it all put back together after my little uh yeah i'm gonna call it a durability test Mm -hmm. yep yep (laughs) but uh it's flying well uh got out my gasser and flew it some nice uh it it last time i had flown it it was giving me a little bit of an issue it was bogging and then seemed like it was taking a long time to recover okay and uh got to digging around my the muffler was leaking pretty bad that the the gasket where it mounts the engine it actually has an adapter to the engine and the muffler mounts to the adapter so i took that off and um actually the something's loose in the pipe is rattling around so i stuck another one on there that had a backup and sealed it all up real good and um that seemed to solve the issue. I mean, it was running really well Saturday. So I was digging that too, doing a bunch of autos. Nice. Um, so just having fun. You know, I, I, I really haven't had a chance to do hardly any flying, probably Urcha. I mean, I flew a little bit at Loctite for life and then uh, a couple flights here, or there mm-hmm. since then, but I've not really had a chance to go put five, six flights in a row. Right, uh, out of a field or anywhere. So, so I had fun. Nice. It was a good little break from work. Yep, yep. So I was digging it. Awesome. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I, all I've done. So just, just having fun, hanging out.
1: Nice. Okay, so let's now roll the tape, the interview with Mister High Voltage, Bobby Watts. Yeah. All right. So we have a very special. Uh, interview today that we're going to be playing and uh let's introduce mr high voltage himself bobby watts
3: what's up how you guys doing
1: hey bobby hey we're doing great man now that you're on the show
3: (laughs) well thank you for having me i really appreciate it really 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 do thanks again
1: yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. I know you're uh, a very busy man, so, and we'll get into that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't idle too well, so if I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, I, I kind of have to be doing something. So nice. uh, So yeah, I, I bring it upon myself, I guess.
1: Awesome. All right. So first of all, let's just kind of get to know you a little better um, for our listeners too. Uh, where are you located?
3: um so i am in orlando florida i'm just outside of orlando but i'm from baltimore maryland originally
1: oh okay
3: um yeah and then i did a uh a four-year stint at the university of south carolina oh, so nice. i just progressively okay. I just progressively moved south towards the just kept water.
0: going south huh
3: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> cool. but we're yeah, but we're actually uh, gonna be moving back up north uh, early next year sometime, back up to the Baltimore area. Really? Oh
1: cool. Oh nice. So you'll yeah. be actually closer to uh to us and well to myself and Kevin and then also like really the Virginia fun flights because I feel like those are really fun ones to go to So That's cool. It's gonna yeah. be a couple hours away for you.
3: Yeah, those are great and I would I have been to a few of them. I, I would go to more if it wasn't like a you know, I think it's like a twelve hour trip mm-hmm. to get up there each way. Um, I would definitely do more like if I'm local. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll definitely go to those. Nice, so, um yeah, i'm looking I'm looking forward to it. not looking forward to the cold, but looking forward yeah, to yeah, I was about to you know, say now,
1: <laughs> the weather's gonna be definitely a little <laughs> bit of a shock, and hopefully your you know your uh, significant yeah, other my blood. <laughs> is uh, is ready yeah. for that,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's from there too. She's from the um, the Maryland area as well as oh. Jersey, so she's oh, yeah wow. we're, we're both we both know what we're getting ourselves into.
1: nice, nice congrats again on your <laughs> wedding, too. I know you recently got uh got married, huh?
3: Uh, Engage. Oh, sorry. Really sorry. Yes. No, you're good. You're good. The wedding's uh, next year, so I got plenty of time to <laughs> plenty of time to prepare.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you think that now, but yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it moves up quick. I know, right? I
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: it. We, we got some. We got some time, but I'm ready for it to. You know, just come. It'll be here tomorrow, definitely. Right.
1: Not right. to get too sidetracked, though. Um, are you letting her kind of just you know plan a wedding like babe do whatever you want it's your day you know or are you are you kind of jumping in there trying to you know share the no. uh, decisions <laughs>
3: well the, the crazy thing is that we're we're very 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 similar people okay. extremely similar i mean all the way down to the you know everything from what we like to eat what we like to listen to i mean she'll go to rock concerts and mosh mm-hmm. pit with me and she, nice. she's done. she's great <laughs> love her to death that. awesome. Um, So, you know, when it came time to the wedding planning, it's like, okay, well, do we want to do this? Yeah, sure. And it's just been easy. It's been really easy.
2: So we haven't,
3: yeah, we haven't really had any quarrels yet over that. Um, so yeah, so far so good. It's, it's, it's looking really good, looking really good.
1: I've been married for 2 years just let her have whatever she wants just
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice congrats yeah, it, it makes her life easier of... trust me <laughs> yeah exactly exactly there's you, you, you know I, at, at some point if there's an argument someone has to admit that they're wrong and I've just flat out decided that I will always be that person cuz it's just way easier Pretty <laughs> okay, so.
1: smart man
3: I'm trying man I'm trying <laughs> trying
1: Alright so let's get kind of back on topic here So, Oh
3: it's uh, okay I, I prefer that I prefer
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been into the hobby now? Oh man
3: um, So I started in 03 So okay. 15 years
2: 15 nice. years
1: now. Nice Okay And do you fly I know I mean I know you do also you know aerial photography building big drones and stuff but do you do you fly only helis or do you also fly planes and multi-rotors?
3: Yeah, I mean, I fly everything, Um, absolutely everything. I mean, I've had up to like a um, decent-sized airplane. I forget what it was, but it um, it was an extreme flight plane, and it flew the MXS, and and it ran off like a six S five thousand or so. So I mean, decent-sized airplane, but um, but yeah, so everything from helis to airplanes to boats, cars, nice um, little tiny multi rotors, so like tiny whoop size, Mm -hmm. all the way up to um, you know, the latest drone I have, we've flown it, we've tested it up to like 75, 80 pound flight weight. So, wow. uh, yeah, big, big stuff for like the cinema world and, mm-hmm. and um, surveying, LIDAR, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm just a super, super RC enthusiast. So, I'm not, you know, I, as long as like if it, if it excites me and it's it's cool, then I'm totally in. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. That's cool. uh, what got you interested in the hobby?
3: Well, that's a good question. As a kid, I was always messing around with the uh, like Traxxas cars and T-Maxes and um, and things of that nature. And there was a hobby shop down the street. And um, one day, my godfather at the time, I was graduating from some grade, I forget. And he's like, hey, I'm going to get you a graduation present. Like, what do you want? And I was like, an RC airplane. Those things, they seem really cool. I saw them, you know, my uncle was into them or something. And yeah, an Mm -hmm. RC airplane. He's like, okay, awesome. Well, tomorrow I'm gonna go, and we're gonna go, and you can pick out an RC airplane. Nice. I said, sweet. Okay. So then, literally that night, one of my sister, my my sister had um, one of her friends over, just one uh, one of her guy friends. I don't remember who it was or anything, mm-hmm. and told her what I was doing the next day. And the guy, whoever it was, he's just like, no, man, you got to look at the helicopters. Those things are awesome. <laughs> they can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Okay. I was like, really? Okay. So then when we went in the next day, I just told the guy, I said, hey, how about the helicopters? And he was like, oh, well, you don't want to get into those. They're super complicated and they're hard to set up. But if you want mm-hmm. one, we carry the Raptor 30 version one and and you can have this and you can build it. And, um, you know, my godfather knew I, I always loved building stuff. So. He's like, "Yeah, you're getting this one cuz this is way more of a challenge for oh, you." Oh, challenge accepted.
1: And, nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so the only rule was I just couldn't tell my mom how much everything it costs. Or how, how much everything cost. Sure. Um it was like, man, it was like $1300, you oh, know, with the Oh, gee,
1: wow. It rough. was,
3: it was sure. like a with a 401 gyro and a 8 channel some some radio you know with the 72 megahertz with the long antenna mm-hmm. um it, it was all plastic servos and it was it was funny so yeah yeah so that's the that's the full story nice. uh, that right there is the full story of how i got into it and then it just you know skyrocketed from there
1: sure just snowballed right into where you are now
3: yeah it's one thing led to another i guess
1: <laughs> cool let's talk about your sponsors. so who are you currently sponsored by
3: So, because I don't do demos, and Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I do some demos, but because I don't really compete all that much anymore, Mm -hmm. um, I've just more or less kind of—I don't have too too many like sponsors anymore. I Mm -hmm. guess you know, I used to have like the whole everything done, but um, definitely George from Scorpion has always taken care of me since Mm -hmm. day one. Um, He's been absolutely great. Um, I've been working with Bert. I've been working with Bert a good bit with the SAB stuff and switch blades and his servos, the BK servos, they've been doing really well. So he's been helping me out with those, which is much appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, The guys from Mikado helped me out with my Logo 700. So that was really nice. Um, Guys at Pulse helped me out with some batteries. So, you know, just between uh, guys at Byron's helped me out with fuel. So, you know, just the cool part is like after – being sponsored and doing competitions for just such a long time, that you know, I'm just fortunate enough to build so many relationships. Where now, it's it's not like I order all that much anymore. Um, right. But now, you know, like I could hit up Matt Botos and be like, "Hey, Matt, that N7 looks awesome," and you know, helps me out with the price, and then mm-hmm. I can just kind of fly it for fun. So that's yeah. that's really, yeah, I'm really enjoying it now. Really, really am because it's it's not as much of a job. Like when I fly, I really do enjoy it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: So. Um, so yeah. And then the guys at M- Mikado, they helped me out with the V bar control. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been super nice. It's been really, really nice. Awesome. It's been very helpful. Yeah. Really helpful. Yeah. That's cool.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. going back just, just a little bit, you, um, mm-hmm. you started very early. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, when you were, you were pretty young, how mm-hmm. long would you say, um, from the time you started till you were competing? Cause I remember um, you were competing a lot, uh, as a younger guy.
3: Yeah, so I started – so in 2003, I was um, – so I was like 15 or so. Mm-hmm. So I started when I was that age, and then um, I competed at XFC 2006. That was my first competition, and I was just out of high school. Like that year, I just graduated, uh-huh. so, I was, so yeah. I was 18. And yeah. and then, yeah, so competed from 2006 until – I think my last like formal competition was one of the Helimasters ones, I think. I, I did horribly. Um, I think it was like 2012, <laughs> 2013. Or, or uh-huh. It was 2012, 2012 was my last that's one. A,
0: so, that's a pretty good run, though, six years or so. Yeah, decent yeah, run. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's good. Yeah,
3: I'll take it. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I, I never really enjoyed the set maneuvers portion of it or the mm-hmm. practice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like I remember doing like two a days where, you know, I'd go to the field in the morning before it got real hot and then fly and practice and then go back home and whatever, fix whatever, or, or mm-hmm. you know, just have a normal day and then go back in towards the afternoon. And I would do that all the time. And yeah. then I'd get out there and just choke or <laughs> you know, just, not, yeah. just not, not do well. I'm like, man, yeah. I want to practice really for this. Yeah. I so, imagine
0: it gets pretty grueling after a while, especially doing like the you know, the set maneuvers and stuff where you can't just kind of have fun. You're, you're really focusing on a few certain things and just day after day. I mean, I imagine that gets old.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think after seeing some pilots, I mean, some pilots just naturally do well in competitions, Mm -hmm. you know, like look at like Kyle Dahl or Jamie Robertson. Mm -hmm. I mean, those Mm -hmm. guys can just, they can put on like a level flights, just one after another, just constantly. Right, um, right. where it, it's just non you, you, you know like you just know they're gonna just execute a perfect flight um, mm-hmm. every time every mm-hmm. time but where i feel like someone like myself or um you know like bird or kyle stacy even i mean this in the best way like with us kind of sometimes you never know what you're gonna get like we can really push it and feed into the adrenaline mm-hmm. and and it takes us into like you know having one of the best flights we've ever had or maybe not so much.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and,
3: and, and I think that's great because I think that allows you to have, you know, like some really spectacular flights. Like when they are spectacular, they're really on.
2: Mm-hmm. Where
3: um, maybe if they're not, then it's like, you know, I guess it'd be like watching, um, I don't know, maybe some sort of a uh, – I, I relate helis a lot to like skateboarding or motocross or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where Yeah. M- yeah. Maybe one of those guys who just goes like super big. And either nails it or just like eats it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sure. So yeah. So
3: yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's competition. Competition was. Um, sorry, got off a little tangent there. No, competition no, that's cool. was great. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a lot. It was a lot of work. A lot of flying, man. Man, I just remember burning a lot of fuel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Hmm. So, do you sim these days, or do you sim at all anymore, or?
3: Um, I don't. I. I couldn't tell you the last time I used the simulator, uh, but I do fly a lot. So whether it's um, drones, you know, anything from like a DJI Mavic mm-hmm. or like a, a their ninety nine dollar Tello, or mm-hmm. you know, a big movie drone, or my helicopter, or what whatever else, I, I find myself behind the sticks like almost every day now, which is great. Nice. Um, and I found out that recently doing the big movie drone work has helped me with my helicopters as really? well because you're always yeah it helps a lot it really does because i think anyone who flies a you know even a mavic or a phantom or a spark or something mm-hmm. it you get used to seeing it in just weird orientations and okay you know you kind of nose in sideways flying backwards away from yourself mm-hmm. and the cool part is with with those machines that have GPS hold and everything that it's you're just mellow the whole time. Like if, if it is sideways nose in going away from you, you're not worried about it. Um, I just find when I get my helicopter again, it's like, Oh, okay. Like no big deal. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it all kind of builds or even if you, if you pick up an airplane, you know, I remember learning, decent amount of forward flight with the help of an airplane
2: mm-hmm.
3: um you know just just doing figure eights back and forth you get used to seeing the aircraft going in that direction and it doesn't freak you out as much right. so so yeah yeah for sure
1: so i'm just curious with the simming um did you use to sim a lot when you were younger and you're earlier you know
3: oh yeah yeah that's that's like all i did okay. so i would like i remember being in high school like coming up with excuses of why my homework was done and i didn't you know and, and i could be on the simulator um, <laughs> but my mom was she was smart she she got it she saw where where the potential was with it she, i mean she could have easily just said you know why are you doing why are you keep playing that stupid video game that means nothing it's not going to do anything for you right. But mm-hmm. it was the
0: opposite she, was she just, supported you
3: oh man she was super yeah. supportive i mean That's she awesome. used to, yeah she used to drive me to the field and like drop me off for the day and come pick me up. And, um, yeah, I was like 18 and she let me go to the Birmingham fun fly from Maryland. I mean, it's like a 12 hour drive with a bunch of other Mm -hmm. dudes from the field. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. She was like nothing but supportive. So that was really great. That was really cool. um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so for any parents out there, I guess, listening and their, uh, their kid is into this, I would just absolutely support them 100%, whatever way they want to do it. Maybe not push it too hard because, you know, we know some stories of some younger pilots who just get completely burnt out from their dads. Right. Um, I guess I won't mention any names. But, um, but, you know, it seems like if the kid's into it, then absolutely let them, let them do it. And, and like, I, I even used to, like, reschedule some exams and stuff from school. Mm-hmm. So that, that way I could go to a competition or go to a fun fly. and Wow. And, yeah, to be honest, I, I think it was worth it in the end. I really do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Just to elaborate on that message to the parents, though, it's also support your kids no matter what they're into. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just be RC helicopters or flight or planes or anything like that. If they're into computers, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, as a parent that I'm starting to realize is like, Whatever my kids are into, even if it's not something I understand, like I don't Mm -hmm. understand Bendy for the life of me, but my daughter's into it. And you know what? She wants a Bendy cup or a Bendy doll. Sure. You know, I support her. So, so you know, I think it's it's like a general, like just to widen that scope. If you're a parent and your kids are into something that you might not be into. Don't try. You don't need to understand it. That's that's what they're into, and they have a passion for it, and support that passion, and grow it so that you know they can be happy. It's all about happiness, really, at the end of the day.
3: I completely agree, man. Completely, absolutely agree. Hundred percent, no doubt. Cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And mm-hmm. and getting back to the, I guess your original question with the simulator.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I, I think like the simulator is really overlooked by especially guys who've been in it for a few years because we we all get bored of it just plain and Mm -hmm. simple we get bored of it oh yeah so so i guess i would just recommend to people starting out then just live on the simulator like Mm -hmm. if you have if you're just starting and you want to get good at flying and you find yourself sitting there playing like fortnite instead of simming Mm -hmm. like what are you doing like you're wasting your afternoon exactly you you could be you could be practicing yeah (laughs) and so, so I feel like you know if if you've got if you've got the time and you got the drive and you want to be on the simulator, then yeah, like learning to fly an RC aircraft really well can actually lead you to some pretty cool places. So I would mm-hmm. argue it's pretty well, pretty good time well spent.
0: Um, yeah, I agree.
3: And then I just find for guys like us where if we've been in it for a while, I think the best thing to do is just find anything that gets you behind the sticks. So. If it's a drone, if it's an airplane, if it's a boat, if it's whatever, because I think that all builds together and it all helps you with that, you know, that ability to fly kind of anything.
1: Yeah, totally. I've been seeing progression in myself and Kevin and a lot of the folks that I fly with. And Mm -hmm. what it comes down to is, you know, how much time do you spend on the sim? Because even though it's 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 hard, it takes discipline to do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to progress, you have to sim or or take real flights. You know, either way, you can't just mm-hmm. be like, "I'm a weekend warrior and I'm not progressing." Then sim every day for twenty minutes, you'll see progression yeah. on that. When they, when you go to that field on Saturday or Sunday, you'll see yourself getting better because you sim thirty minutes a day. It really does make a difference.
3: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree, man. It really does help. It, it mm-hmm. really, but as, you're right. Like nothing helps the actual stick time. Yeah, but. I, you know, I've seen some some of the new kids, especially like at Ursa, some of the foreign guys. They're Ooh. like, oh, yeah, he's been flying for like a year, but he flew for two years on a sim before that. It's like, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Every oh, day. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So we kind of spoke about it with your sponsors, but um, kind of going over what's in your current fleet right now. What do you fly?
3: So right now I'm looking at three helix. I just, have, I just I'm down to three. I've never been one to have a huge amount of them. Never really mm-hmm. wanted them. I guess three like big ones. I guess we could say. So I have a uh, Goblin Seven Hundred, the uh, Freedom Edition,
2: very which nice. is very
3: cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's awesome. Uh, I have a Logo Seven Hundred Electric and a Synergy N Seven. Nice. And and then I got like a little fireball and some of the blade helicopters and mm-hmm. uh, some some little guys.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah,
3: some little guy, but um, yeah, and I fly everything pretty equally too. Oh um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I really do. I mean, shout out to the Mikado V bar control because they somehow found a way to make almost every helicopter fly the same, or at least have that same feel. Um, they all have their little differences, of course, but like they each have that same kind of feel, which is great because I can yeah. just pick up any any one of them and it's dialed in. It's like okay, I'm used to this. Like this is cool. Here we go. So yep. um. So, yeah,
1: yep, yeah, those are three I'm playing. nice, so let's kind of go into more of your your brand, right? Watts innovation. Mm-hmm. talk to us about watts innovation like what what's your like kind of you know, I don't wanna use buzzwords, but kind of your mission statement, you know
3: <laughs> okay um <laughs> so the real fact of the matter is I'm still tasting, so we could say, I'm still tasting, I'm still getting
1: still getting myself in here involved. and there, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and, you know, I created my company a few years ago, I think it was about three years ago, mm-hmm. um, just to really have like an LLC. I was, I was helping out. It began with me helping out. So I, I have a mechanical engineering degree. And I've been doing a lot of design work for the last, I guess, 10 years or so, nice. designing everything from like the Gali NX4 and the NX7. Um, for like the helicopter world mm-hmm. all the way to like kids play toys and kitchen utensils and, uh, uh computer housings, a little bit of everything. Nice. Um, you, know, you name it, I've kind of tried, tried to dabble in it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how it started. I was doing a lot of freelance design work and then now I'm just kind of just following whatever, you know, whatever path kind of excites me or that I want to learn about and um and yeah so so i have some intentions of releasing some products for the rc market maybe i have two that i'd love to bring to market within the next year if i can it just depends depends how much time Mm -hmm. you know because it's kind of how much time i can devote to it um so so yeah so releasing products design work i do a lot of video work Mm -hmm. um like uh filming videos editing them um doing drone work you know we we film movies we film commercials so i do a lot of that and um yeah i just keep seem to keep myself pretty busy that's for sure
1: nice this this is actually a question that one of our listeners wanted us to ask you (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so with your your brand what's your target market that you're you're you know shooting for because it seems like you do so much. You do so much different things, you know—not just drones, not just helis, not just airplanes, and not just you know engineering. But it's like so much.
3: Mm-hmm. I do a lot. Uh, target market—I um, would everyone. say everyone. Yeah, I mean, any, I mean, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Yeah, um, whichever. Everyone, I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's anyone who's involved, anyone who's interested in what I do,
2: okay. and the,
3: the things, the things that I do. So you know. I, as of right now like i haven't really released any products but i can assure you the first thing i'm releasing every single person listening to is gonna want
0: so and they nice. can afford
3: it's not like some two three thousand dollar thing so mm. you know it's it's um you, you know at, at the moment like i said i'm just kind of enjoying it uh, tasting a little bit um doing doing what i can to kind of you know learn more about what i can provide to customers and such and then um, yeah, I'll have a few products to release, and I'm kind of looking forward to those. Those are going to be really cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see Yeah, this. me too. <laughs> Can we get a little yeah. of or no? <laughs> uh,
3: it's something that everybody needs, but you don't know you need it yet. Uh, oh, those are the
0: best things. Yeah, they're the best. yeah they're the those best. are the best. Yeah, Those are the best inventions.
3: Yeah, yeah and it's, it's really not anything super new. I'm not the first to do it. But I believe I would be the first to do it in this capacity.
1: Well, you were the first to do the, um, the spindle wrenches, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: well, I, if, if we really want to get technical, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we really, really want to get technical, that started with an older gentleman at my field named Ed Winslow. Ed, rest in peace, buddy. He was an older guy He passed away a few years ago. But he literally would just drill a hole in a chunk of metal and put a one-way mm-hmm. bearing in there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Ed, you got to sell these. He's like, nah, I don't want to do that crap. But if you want to do it, go ahead. And I'm like, okay, like I'll, I'm going to take the idea and run. And I'll give, you, I'll give you a dollar for everyone. He's like, just keep it. I don't want your money. So, so, okay. so I started that. But then uh, as I started up, people were, were like, oh, you stole the idea from the Cletus wrench guy. I'm like, what the heck's a Cletus wrench? And Uh sure enough, I looked on like Heli Freak and there was one photo from a year or two prior of like a chunk of metal with a one way bearing in it. Oh, wow. No way. Okay. So I did that and then a line blatantly copied the design of the grippy. (laughs) Like, that was ridiculous. Like, that was so ridiculous. Like, like, I get it. If you want to cut, have a chunk of metal and cut a hole in it for a bearing, sure, man. Like I said, I'm not the first to do the idea. Yeah. But to like literally copy the exact <laughs> aesthetic of mine. I was going like, to say, that
0: Yeah, at least make it a different shape or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. That, that
3: was that was just my ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, that was my thing. It's like an ultimate slap in the face. So, and you know, never we sent a cease and desist letter to um, to the importers and there because they literally copied. Like I had. It was funny because mm-hmm. I had a design patent for the aesthetic of my wrench. Mm-hmm. So, like, wow, I could actually defend this. Yeah. So we sent cease and desist letters, and nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Never heard a word yeah. from them. But yeah. that was that was really crazy. It's like, what? You got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> but I I let it go. I guess. Still a little bitter about that, but not not too bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that being a little of a bitter, you know, taste yeah, in your like mouth, a- right? I mean, come yeah. on.
3: Like I said, it was like the exact aesthetic. It was like, come right. on, man, come on. Right. So, uh, well, whatever. It, it, um, it, it's all good. We live and learn, I guess. Live mm-hmm. and learn. Mm-hmm. Live and learn. So, um, so yeah. So back, I guess, to the target market. It's yeah. uh, Anyone who's interested in the subjects that I enjoy. And that's really, awesome. truly really it. Which is
2: great.
1: Nice. Uh, so you have a couple of new, you know, I guess ventures we'll say and one mm-hmm. sp- specifically that's very in the realm of of our world here <laughs> is that mm-hmm. you started a podcast yes
3: yeah. Yes, yes yes high so, voltage
1: yeah high voltage podcast. So mm-hmm. why don't we talk a little bit about that like what what's the uh your idea of this brainchild of like you know starting your own podcast and and what it's yeah. the format and stuff that you want to envision in this
3: yeah for sure um So a really interesting thing happened a little while ago. Um, I actually started working with a previous business partner of mine uh, named Mike Evans. Super cool dude here outside the Orlando area. Mm -hmm. And I started helping him contracting for for his company. And what he does is he sells used truck tires. Like literally he sells used truck tires and he sells a ton of them. And I've been coming in helping him with kind of some engineering and some video production and websites, social media, that kind of thing. And the coo- well, the coolest thing that happened is it kind of financially relaxed what I had to do with my brand and okay. uh, with my, my, my business and my brand. So Watts Innovations and mm-hmm. everything else. And it kind of allowed me to take a step back and be like, okay, like now I don't have to like worry about getting on every single film shoot as a drone mm-hmm. pilot to to pay the bills and it's like, okay, so like, let me like really pick what I enjoy. Let me really pick what I want to do and what I ultimately want to build. Mm-hmm. And it's led to some really cool things. Um, one thing I really always wanted to do was just share my experiences and stories of, you know, being in this crazy RC world, movie world and everything. And I met some really cool people along the way. And I thought a podcast would be the perfect format to do that. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I just released the first episode. Um, so right now it's October. I just released it, I think, two weeks ago mm-hmm. um, with my good buddy, Jordy Klein. I do all my aerial filming with him. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want it to be a really open format where we can literally talk about everything from, you know, it's it's not RC specific at all. So if you have zero knowledge of RC, like that's the goal. Like I'm trying to pit, I'm trying to make it, you know, to anyone who's involved in, you know, I guess mainly just like technology who's interested in, you know, drones, RC, but like tech, um, Mm -hmm. cinematography. Um, you know, like I, I got some friends who have millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Like, (laughs) you know, I, I got people who like Jordy's story, he was in three helicopter crashes and walked away from them. Um, like my next guest coming up is a huge, huge star and as seen on TV space. So like, you know, just looking to really like, like really open it up. I, I really enjoy business. Like I really enjoy all aspects of it. Like helping, helping Mike out with the tire business. It's like fascinating to me. Yeah, so
1: I, I heard about the tire <laughs> business from uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, I guess we could say, <laughs> which was very interesting. Like, wait, <laughs> Bobby's doing tires. What? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's,
3: it's great for anyone. If you want to see it, check out. Um, I have a story on my Inst- Instagram, so uh-huh. If you just look up, yeah, innovations. On I've Instagram. seen it
0: and some stuff on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what is Bobby doing driving a forklift, hauling tires? <laughs> right. I don't understand.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Yeah, man. The, and the RC knowledge helps with the forklift. Let me <laughs> there tell you. you <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I mean, and honestly, like, it comes down to I'm i really enjoy i really enjoy business, and I really enjoy. I mean, mm-hmm. without knowing it, I was an entrepreneur my whole life, you know, before I even knew what the, I only oh, yeah, what the word was a few
2: years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, you know, always, always trying to make products and selling them to my friends and family. And mm-hmm. and so kind of once again, during this kind of like self-reflection stage, it's like, wow, I really enjoy. It's not just that I enjoy RC business. I enjoy it like every bit. Yeah, so yeah. Um, with the tires, the cool thing is the fact that it's a, it's a much more stable business. It's 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 not like hobby where it's super niche.
2: Yeah, um, yeah,
3: it's still still pretty niche what he does, but it's just giving me like a whole different perspective that, that I can then take and apply that to my world. So I can apply it to drones, apply yeah, it yeah. to uh, RC video production. Um, you know, once again, social media helping him out with that has been freaking game changing. So <laughs> it's um it's cool, man. It's been really good. I've I've really enjoyed it. So yeah, if if you go to my uh, instagram story you can see exactly what we do nice. in a warehouse sweating and <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, i can imagine uh, yeah yeah
3: yeah it, it's funny man it's really really funny really funny
0: just uh back to the podcast mm-hmm. uh Bobby. Mm-hmm. so you're thinking your format's gonna kind of you're just gonna have guests and kind of get their stories and and chat with a different uh a different guest on each show or um yeah. is that kind of where you're headed
3: so the goal is for me, my my goal to myself is to make it last as long as possible, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, if I make it to a decade, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. That, then I think I met my goal. So the goal is to not really burn myself out uh-huh. burn sure. it too much. Yeah. So with that, I think I want to have some guests on. So you know, like the formal episodes, I guess. Yes, I would love sure. to interview a. I would love to interview a guest that I find interesting, and talk to them about. Um, different things. Like for example, I've already talked to Bird about it, where I want to have Bird on my show, but I don't want to talk to him a thing about RC because I'm not interested <laughs> in that. I'm interested in what he did before that. And he yes, had, a, com- he had so. a company. He had a company that yeah, was IT, right. it was like GoDaddy before GoDaddy, mm-hmm. and that to me is interesting. And yeah. So so and, and you know like um, you know talk with uh, different business owners, different people who. Uh, another one of our buddies does—he's um, a uh, uh, an airplane. He's a bush pilot, so he flies. Oh, that'd be cool.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. he flies airplanes. Yeah, into I would love to hear area. stories from that. Yeah. yeah,
3: so you know, just trying to do that. So yes, I'd nice. like to have guests on this. That... Like to have guests on the show, and then I, I also want to keep it really loose, really, really loose. Like, um, I'm—I'm I'm this close to releasing. Maybe I won't do it this soon. as like the second thing I release. But, you know, I just put out a video today talking about the Mavic 2 Mm -hmm. um, from DJI. And I'm like, well, there's no reason that this audio can't be a podcast for six minutes. So maybe throw out some of that. Um, My fiance, Carly, she's a dietician. And, you know, she knows all about uh, uh, fitness and nutrition Mm -hmm. and stuff. And every single time I'm at an event with her, like everyone flocks over to her asking you know, <laughs> you know, let's just say the RC crowd isn't in the best shape. What? So. <laughs> <What? No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like talking about some things like that. So I'm just trying to keep it really open and just really relaxed nice. so that uh, when, that's when cool. people listen to it, it's, it's um, you know, hopefully a little unlike anything
0: else that they can get out there. So yeah. that's really yeah. cool. That's the, yeah. that's the goal. That's the goal,
3: but big ambitions.
0: I, was, I was able to uh, listen to your first show uh, last week. Awesome. and uh that it i mean it was fantastic i could listen to the your guest uh, jordy Jordan. i believe it was
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. i could yeah. listen to him for 6 hours talk about the film dude, industry the and yeah. underwater yeah, filming the, and dude, helicopter he crashes you, you definitely yeah. have to do a part 2 with him cuz yeah. that was, yeah. that was awesome
3: yeah i got to get his dad on too because his dad's on. oh yeah
0: that'd be great yeah
3: yeah his dad like his dad like kind of helped as he you know, his dad kind of helped invent underwater.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, I just find all that stuff so interesting. Anything to do with movies and television and filming, I find interesting. Yeah, it, especially the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Behind the closed curtain stuff. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. And and you know, and and Jordy and I have been I, I've been filming with him since uh, for like 11 years now. So wow. we've, we've had like so many like war stories together. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I guess I'm biased cause I know him so well. I, I kind of forgot maybe some, some broader things to ask him. I, you know, I forgot some of his best stories, so I'll yeah. definitely get him on and yeah, have him talk about great. some other, other yeah. crazy stuff. But, um, and, and a lot of subsequent guests are from meeting him. Nice. So Rock. Pe- Rock. people I've met in the film world, um, you know, guys who competed at the X Games or a nice. little bit, a little bit of everybody. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it should be really cool. So yeah,
0: um, I have cool.
3: some really good things. So I, I definitely appreciate all the kind words and some yeah,
0: people checking it out. Looking forward to the next one. I think. Thank you. I, I think you've got a hit on
1: your hands. Yeah,
3: <laughs> me too. Me too. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So yeah. we'll see how it does.
1: So Kevin wanted us to let you know that um, he really, really enjoyed your podcast um, and he thinks (laughs) Geordie should be on full time.
3: You know what? If I wasn't, I live an hour away from him and then Mm -hmm. next year we're going to be moving up north. And if I wasn't so far away, then I would consider it because he is a riot. (laughs) He's he's absolutely hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The interesting thing is they've been trying to pitch reality TV shows around him for like five years. Oh, wow.
2: Really? And he's perfect he's, for it. Yeah,
3: yeah. And and uh, in one of the variations, I was one of the crazy characters, you know, one of his crazy minions. And <laughs> we we got close. We pitched it to some major networks, and it it got close, but it just never picked up. Uh, but that guy's prime for reality TV. Oh he's, yeah, he's I great. would
0: watch it because yeah,
3: well,
2: yeah, it, it, yeah he's,
3: he he's he's seems
0: very natural, and he's uh, good at telling a story. You know how yes. some people just kind of. Mm-hmm. Be, you know they don't really get to it he seems to have a very good flow and very natural behind the mic oh, yeah. so he, he's yeah. he would be great
3: yeah, yeah yeah he like i said he's hysterical but one of the best guys i've met like you know just really really great outlook on life just super humble really good guy mm-hmm. so um you know it, it's definitely definitely happy to have him on and we'll definitely have him on again
1: yeah awesome cool so next question we have is about torches winter bash
3: Yes, 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 yes. Our event. Yes. Our event, our event. So we have a RC Heavy event coming up um, December 7th to the 9th. Mm -hmm. And it's for anyone asking like what happened to the blowout. um, It's more, you know, Burton, Carrie ran uh, ran that event for 10 years down here really successfully. Mm -hmm. And I think that they just kind of wanted to more or less sit back and enjoy the event instead. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mike Gata, Gator if anyone knows him yeah. mm-hmm. he, um, he, he's the uh, club vice president and I'm the club president here at Torches and we just thought sure we'll just throw the event ourselves in the club mm-hmm. yep. so it's same place same time same field as the uh, Orlando Halley blowout traditionally was mm-hmm. but just really laid back like we're not mm-hmm. it, we're, I don't think we're doing noontime demos if the top guys want to go out and fly and they feed off each other sure that'll be awesome yeah um but right. we still have sponsors a lot of a lot of big you know big companies came in mm-hmm. and um are unfortunately sponsoring the event and a lot of sponsored pilots are coming down so it's a perfect excuse to get away uh to florida in december so if you guys can make it we would um we'd love to have you guys and anyone else listening
0: yeah awesome yeah, absolutely
3: yeah it should be it should be really <laughs> fun i think we're um getting some preparations done now but it should be it should be a good time
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I've been to the uh, OHB the last two years, so uh, nice. I'm gonna just I'm just going to continue to come because it it's uh, it's great to go to uh, Orlando in December. Yeah, yeah, it's get always away great. from the cold. I don't know yeah, about yeah. last year, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's hit or miss. But... Yeah, yeah. Last year was yeah. pretty rough.
1: Because <laughs> I went under the intention, like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be summer, like, you know, 70 <laughs> degrees, perfect weather. And it was outright cold. Not <laughs> like from the
3: Northeast,
2: you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
3: So, no, I, I think it'll be a good time. I, I think sure, it's but, just going to yeah. be really laid back. If, if you guys saw Urcha. And, and stuck around for Friday and Saturday night and just kind of yeah. saw how I was laid back. And, and I think we're going to try to feed off of that because that, I, I think that that's kind of the vibe that we got that how everybody's enjoying the hobby right now is more, maybe a little bit less commercialized, just mm. more just kicking back, having fun with yeah. your friends. So yeah, that's exactly. what we're trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hang out with your buddies. Yes. Have yeah, exactly.
3: exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to push into you know some way to kind of provide value to everybody coming. Mm -hmm. and so you know we have all these top pilots there and i've been pretty adamant about this where you know if if uh you know one of the top pilots is there from the mikado v-bar control team then i want him to go to a cone and teach a clinic for a half an hour about how to tune Mm -hmm. it in the air or something that would be Um,
1: amazing yeah that's that's an amazing idea yeah
3: yeah Yeah, that's a really good idea thanks we're calling them cone clinics (laughs) just you know something (laughs) silly but um But yeah, just, you know, get one of the OS guys or YS guys to come and Mm -hmm. teach how to tune an engine Mm -hmm. or get one of the gasoline guys to go out and teach that, or, you know, I'd love to do one for auto rotations or something. So just whatever we can, yeah, whatever we can to kind of provide a little bit more than just, you know, oh, watch everybody fly, you know, just a bit more kind of teaching and learning sort of thing. I think that could work. I think that could work out.
0: Yeah. I'm really happy to hear that because that's, um. My girlfriend's been saying this for a couple of years. She's like, You got all these top guys at like Urcha and OHB. Why don't they do some clinics or something to, you know, help yeah. people out or teach something instead of just yeah. going and asking for help? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe no. have a guy stand up and, you know, eight or 10 guys stand around and, and learn something.
2: Yeah.
3: You, you know, know, know I, what I mean? I, it's, I think you're absolutely right. I, I hate to say it, but I think it's some of the events in the past. When when things are super corporate, I guess we could say when sponsors mm-hmm. are paying thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for sponsorships and sending pilots there, then I can understand the events, you know. And unless someone kind of does it informally, you know, I don't know yeah. if the event can really sponsor. can, can I don't know if the right, event right, organizers yeah, can really promote that. But I think you know, with our event, you know, kind of how Gator and I look at it is, you know, everybody coming is like our friend. So I have, like, no problem asking, you know, Kyle Stacey and Kyle Dahl to go teach a V-bar control thing. And I know it's not, you know, it's not, like, a sponsored sort of thing. Or have, you know, whoever, Nick Maxwell, come and teach a a, a, a tuning sort of thing. And it doesn't matter if you have a YS or a Nova Rossi or OS. Like, you know, we're there kind of to teach, you know, to kind of teach and help people, help people progress, really. So yeah. that's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to do.
0: I think that would be just amazing. So cool. uh, I hope Very that works cool. out. It, it sounds great. Awesome.
3: Cool. Well, if, for anyone, for I guess for anyone listening to help us, um, there's an event that I created on Facebook. I guess Facebook's the easiest way to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's under my page, Bobby Watts slash Watts Innovations, and there's a event, the the um, tor- the torches winter bash in there, and mm-hmm. if there's an event that you guys would like to see. Then for sure, go in there and type it in, and or like some sort of clinic, I guess. Type or it like in,
0: a, yeah, like a topic yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah topic.
3: Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool, awesome. So, or if you guys have a way to communicate with the the fellow listeners, then yeah, we'd love to just whatever we can do to help. I guess. Yeah,
1: we yeah. could put a little, uh, we could sh- we could basically post a link on our Facebook page to uh, reference that and to add you know have people give their feedback and input because that's a great idea and things even like even if it's not specific like you know v control or os tuning it could also be models kind of like brand specific little stuff too like you could have you know burke over like some tips and tricks of the goblin brand you know or you know the Mikado, and like help you know because people might have some weird tendencies with these helicopter brands and be like here this is how you identify it and and fix it. and stuff. Yeah,
3: I I think so. Yeah. I think that'd be, I think that'd be really cool. Very, very valuable. Very, very valuable. Yeah,
1: definitely. All right. And I think we have, uh, one more question, at least listed on our agenda here. (laughs) And so if there's one thing you can change about the hobby, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) That's a really, really good one. Not, not
3: really that I want to change anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I've been in it for like 15 years. And so, I I guess when I started, all right, here's the one thing I want to change. Here's the one thing I want to change. Okay. So, 15, 16 year old me getting into RC for Christmas, I got a uh, DVD of the XFC 2005. Okay. And I remember like watching it on Christmas Day as I'm building, I think I got like a new starter as well. So like, I'm like building this new starter, watching that DVD on Christmas day, looking up to guys like, you know, Curtis Youngblood and Scott Gray and Alan Zabo and Mm -hmm. all these guys. And I remember just thinking like, wow, one of these days I'm going to do that and I'm going to compete and I, you know, (laughs) I, I want to do well. And like, that's really what I want to do. And right now that opportunity is not available for those pilots, so right. right now, if it was the same same situation, fifteen sixteen year old me, um, not that it'd be a DVD anymore, but in the US there are no competitions, zero.
1: Not yet. I mean, we're gonna see it this year, right?
3: Yeah, XFC took a little bit of a hiatus.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, but Frank is bringing it back, which is awesome, which yep. is really really great. I think that's really nice. Overseas, I think that there's you know there's still the um, global 3d
2: um
3: they still have they still have that um i don't know about i guess attendance or or overall participation but i truly believe that if if we can get more competitions back i think that competitions alone will help rebuild not rebuild but just help get more interest in the hobby and allow the hobby to progress once again. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. we've hit a stalemate right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um, we besides, I mean, I guess I'm biased here, but I, I truly think Mikado with their V bar control touch is like the only innovation in the last like three years. That's like, wow, they're really like doing something different. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that we've stopped seeing that because there's no competitions therefore there's no reason to practice Therefore, there's no reason for the manufacturers to make better equipment for their pilots and then therefore it just doesn't get any better
2: yeah
3: and in addition the flying styles and the flying skills i think some of the overseas guys are really starting to kill it like cd crazy dude from um where's he from uh thailand he's just nuts like he's he and kenny co yeah like the u.s but like yeah, those guys are they're freaking nuts, and and they're competing overseas. But we're not create. We don't have these competitions here in the U.S. So you're not going to have that next Jamie Robertson or Kyle Dahl or or Nick Maxwell because there's no there's no arena for them to compete. Sure. So I would love to see more competitions with that long winded mm-hmm. answer.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, that makes perfect sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, look at, um, I think Bert and I did a smack talk podcast mm-hmm. we only did about it seven did. of them yeah yeah and it, it was the same argument then and I, I still feel the same now i mean look at look at f1 racing or something i mean every year they just keep pushing the bar a little bit a little bit yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit but look at over 50 years it's like holy cow this is this is awesome yeah. but i just think that if the Hellies don't you know if we don't start having competitions again and giving those young pilots and the manufacturers mainly, you know, something to work for. All I just can't, I can't see it progressing.
0: Yeah. Why do so, you think the uh, the competitions? Was it a lack of interest, or what do you think happened there?
3: Good question.
0: I and mean, that's um, a long, open-ended question. Yeah, but, yeah. but briefly, what, yeah. What do you think happened?
2: Is. Um. That's a tough one.
1: I kind of have that's, an idea, but I want yeah. To hear what do you guys first. think?
2: You, well,
3: I mean. I think that so like XFC was held in Muncie, Indiana, and I think that that's kind of a hard one because you're expecting guys to travel. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's like it's it's central to everybody, but close to nobody. Right. right. (laughs) Like, like I I think it would have done better at a hub like a New York or a uh, an LA or. yeah, probably like a, or maybe even like in Atlanta or like a Virginia somewhere mm-hmm. like a mid-Atlantic somewhere. I think it would have done better close to people mm-hmm. or I think it would have done better surrounded by Urcha um, mm-hmm. with so many pilots coming there anyway. Yeah, I think it would right. have done better there. Right. So I, I think that that, and then I also think too that for the large part competitions are kind of boring to watch mm-hmm. until until you get into kind of, you know, I guess, freestyle, the some freestyle music and stuff. stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to ask pilots to go fly to set maneuvers, I wouldn't tell my friends to come watch that. I'd be like, screw that man. Come the next day for freestyle. So yeah. I think it's made me a little bit of format, a little bit of location. Yeah. So I know that XFC V2, they're holding it up in Illinois, which mm-hmm. is close, closer to people. I, I would guess than, than Muncie. So, Hopefully that can you know hopefully they 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 do well. I, I wish them nothing but success. I think that's great. But what do you think? What was your what was your thought on that, team? Well,
1: my my thing was definitely the location and how they the format of it. I think they should do small regionals and then mm-hmm. you can build up to like the finals kind of deal. You know, kind of like how sure. other sporting uh, leagues handle their you know. Like PB racing or something. Yeah, or, like yeah. multi-GP, right? You have your little regional sections that you do your competitions and then you work your way up to nationals and then you do your main U.S. competition. Um, sure. I think the other thing was like, you know, back in, I guess, you know, maybe 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of, like, there was a lot of, there was like, you know, you know, it was Jamie Robinson, and Kyle Stacey you you know, all these top-level pilots. Now, the bar has risen... Quite a bit, I, I would say. There are a lot of pilots that are very good. That mm-hmm. you know, that might not be even sponsored, really, but they can yeah. still throw down really well. And and I just feel like you know, there wasn't an incentive to do really compete because it's kind of like the market's flooded almost. You know, in that well in that like, manner, but
3: they can't. But they can't compete. But the, I think the problem is that even if there is a really great pilot mm-hmm. here in the U.S. He hasn't been given that opportunity, well, yeah. or the the arena to go show how good he is. Right, and therefore right. you're not therefore you're not going to get those name, you know, those kind of names coming up yeah. because unless unless they're fortunate enough to have a sponsor who's going to pay for them to go overseas and compete somewhere, they're yeah. not getting that opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah and I was going to say like with that, it's that, and that's why I'm I'm saying the whole regional level competition, and then bring it up to something national level, just so that. You know, if something like if I did want to compete, I can compete, you know, maybe in like the northeast region, which will be like, say, let's just say New Jersey or whatever. Right. And have a competition there where I can, you know, logistically make it, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) you know, going to Indiana or Muncie or Illinois. It's like that's a trip, you know, like it's a trip for the cost and, you know, shipping your heli and batteries and with all the new rules and everything just makes it more difficult to logistically to make it right so
3: yeah yeah it's it's a lot but i think yeah so i think if there's one thing that i were to change it would probably be more competitions Mm -hmm. and then another little one that i was that that kind of popped into my head Uh um so recently i guess by accident i posted a video um on facebook mainly for um people that like met me through the aerial photography side Mm -hmm. and they just have no idea what helicopters do
2: oh yeah yeah, the whole
1: intro yeah i love those yeah Yeah. it was Mm -hmm.
3: it was was just and i did it by accident i just i really made it for like one guy to be like hey man like here's what the hell these can do so i i presented it as if the audience knew nothing this is a helicopter it can go upside down it can go backwards it's two thousand dollars it's you know and everything like that and it did really well super well, like 10 times better than any, mm-hmm. 10 times more reach than any yeah. video I've ever put out. Yep. And it, it made me start to think a little bit more that, it, you know, and I did a few subsequent videos just like preaching to beginners because it seemed to be a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. And I literally did it for no other reason other than there seemed to be an audience and sure, I'll make a video for it. Yep. And so I started thinking to myself that I think as a community, we can do a little bit better of a job to help promote our hobby, especially online.
2: Yeah, a little more outreach, yeah. Mm -hmm. I
3: I think so because, I mean, for years and years and years, you know, I had my pages and would post things online and I would do a lot of things like, um, you know, Scorpion would send me a motor and speed controller. You know, thanks, George. I really appreciate the support. Here it is, the newest product. Go check it out. But to the masses, it means nothing. Like, they don't understand it. They don't Mm -hmm. understand So I think, I think that we can all kind of play a little bit of a better part to perhaps build a little bit more awareness of what we do by just saying, you know, this is my hobby. This is why I enjoy it. So I can, I just started it six months ago and I can barely turn the nose sticking towards me, but I get a freaking adrenaline rush every time I fly it.
2: The challenge. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that if, if, you know, kind of, kind of going back to like some awareness and stuff of, of what we do to maybe get a little bit more interest in maybe lead back into these competitions is you know i think if we can maybe help spread a little bit more awareness almost by like not dumbing it down but just pretending like our audience knows nothing yeah um mm-hmm. yeah just kind of a kind of a thought like you, you watch an fpv video and you understand it it's cool it's like oh okay he's flying close to the ground and around trees got it yeah. then you watch a video of a you know, the random person wants a video of Tarek and they're like, what? When is that? Like, uh, that means nothing to me. I don't
0: know. Yeah. C, <laughs> C, yeah. CGI. That's not yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They, yeah exactly. then they say that? I saw, you know what? I saw something on like some TV show and they're like, it was Alan Zabel's flight. Yeah. And they're like, this is <laughs> fake. It's got to be fake. There's no yeah, way that, that this yeah, thing can yeah. do this. And they had a
0: video expert analyzing the shadows. I was like, yeah. no, I don't think this is real. Yeah, oh yeah. my
3: God, really? That's cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see that. You'll have to send me that link. Yeah, I've I'll never look seen for that. it.
0: Uh-huh. That's
3: funny. Yeah, so so anyway, <laughs> I guess to bring some awareness and hopefully the competitions can come back and more people getting into it. And yes. I think it all kind of feeds around just kind of the awareness of mm. of what we do. But um, but even still, I, I love where it's at right now. It feels a little bit more kind of intimate and a little bit less kind of commercialized at this
1: time. Sure. And Nitro's coming back.
3: Nitro never left, man. Nitro never left. It was always there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. uh, All right. Andy, you have any other questions you want to ask Bobby or should we move on to top 10?
0: Uh, Let's go on to the top 10. All right. Top
1: 10. Okay. So this portion, Bobby, is basically we're going to just spitfire top 10 questions and you just answer, you know, right off the top of your head kind of deal. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. Andy, you want to go first or? um. Yeah, sure, I'll go first. Okay. Um,
0: pinch or thumb?
3: Well, I do both, but helis I pinch.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Nitro electric.
0: Oh, I
1: mean, just my roots.
3: It's got to be nitro. Nice. Mm. Uh,
0: what would you prefer, 550 or 700? 700 all day long. Yeah.
1: Nice. When was the last time you flew a fly bar heli? Uh,
0: good question.
3: Um, I think one of the guys had one at the field about a year or two ago. Okay. And the biggest difference was just how I forgot that you had to, that, like, if you're tracking in a straight line, it's going to like want to tuck left or right, like naturally just over the course of like a long flight. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was like, wow, I forgot how much easier this has become.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Flying style, scale or 3D?
3: 3D, all day long.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: Uh strap or strapless? Strap. I'm a strapper.
0: Alright. Okay. Coreless or brushless servos.
3: oh mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. I I really have no answer on that one. I for the longest time with futaba <laughs> I flew brushless and with Bird I have with his servos I have one cordless, one brushless. So it doesn't Yeah. I'm, I'm
1: neutral there's not
0: a right answer it's just yeah, whatever. yeah these are perfect. just preferences right
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm neutral to that neutral to that All All right. okay uh fuselage style or pot and boom now fuselage style meaning like any type of boom cover or goblin Ooh.
2: um
3: i would just say pot and boom because that's what i've had more of mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think what sab did is absolutely revolutionary and super cool yeah. Really I mean. nice. Really, really nice. But I I've just had so many more that are pot and boom. So I just say pot and boom.
0: Okay. Okay. Six S or twelve S? Uh
1: twelve S. I was about to say he's high voltage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's gotta be it's gotta be twelve Gotta
1: yeah. be twelve Yeah. All right. And then last question we have is uh, you know, big events like Urcha or smaller events that are more fun fly based?
3: Ooh. Believe it or not, I would say big events okay. like Urta. URTHA is my absolute favorite event of mm-hmm. the year because you just get to see everybody.
1: Yeah, you and get to see then, everyone. There's more outreach for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and, and if you want to have that smaller event feel, just pick a cone with your buddies and go fly and just do that.
1: There you go. So, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 Yep. I would say big event.
1: Okay, that's it for our top 10. Awesome. Nice, right.
3: good ones. Those are good ones.
0: Wow, that was
1: a great interview. Um, oh, yeah, that was so much fun. He, I a great mean, guy, just, dude. He really is. Oh, yeah. Great ambassador I, of the hobby and just a great guy in general. He's a mover and a shaker, too. <laughs> he sure is. And he just has a billion things going on. Doing all kinds
0: eh? of stuff. I mean, like Tires? a true…
1: Really? Tires?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the tr- like a true American entrepreneur. I mean, it's so really that's cool. that's what I
1: wanted to say when he was saying entrepreneur, and I was like, Man, where I come from, they call that a hustler. <laughs> you <laughs> hustling right now, boy. <laughs> he is. So yeah, Bobby the he's hustler. Things done.
0: <laughs> yeah, I call him yeah. a mover and a shaker. Mover
1: and shaker. Yep, that's another yeah. term for that. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh huh. Nice. Oh, that was a lot of fun. It was uh, great to talk to him. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, we definitely got to get him on the show again in a little bit and see how he's doing and catch up with him. Oh yeah. Cool. All right. So let's move to news and announcements. All right. I was, yes. waiting, I, I was waiting for you to just say... Oh, news. And an, no, no, I was waiting for you to just not say news and be like, huh. and announcements. And, and announcement. <laughs> just, just your part, <laughs> not, not Kevin's part. Well, I was waiting for you to say news. No, nah, I didn't want to say it. That's Kevin's part. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, want okay. you to say your own. <laughs> All
0: right. Kevin, you cut in news, and I'll say, and announcement.
1: <laughs> All right, so what do we got? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Scorpion has a new... Uh, North and South American distributor, Mikado USA.
1: Yeah, I, I would have said, Mikado USA has some new news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. that worked too. Yeah, but so, yeah, so yeah. Mikado USA is mm-hmm. going to be the uh, the importer and distributor for Scorpion products. Yeah. Uh, motors, ESCs, awesome. uh, the whole works, I assume, which is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's gr- They're great motors, great ESCs. But I want to support Scorpion as much as I possibly can in in any way because George, he is such a nice guy and so helpful Mm -hmm. and does – I mean, he does a lot for the hobby. Yeah. I mean – Every fun fly you go to, you'll see Scorpion as a as a sponsor. Just about, Yep. I mean, he's he's a great dude, and yeah, and makes great motors as well.
1: Yeah, he has a great product. You know, he's definitely he takes feedback and runs with it. You know, like he's yeah down to earth guy. You know, yeah,
0: he's into the hobby, and he's a guy you can walk up to it, urcha or you know somewhere, and, and he'll sit and talk with you.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it it's really cool. Yeah, definitely I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Let's see. We got um, some new uh, connectors from RC Pro Plus, Mm -hmm. or what do you call them, Supra X? Supra X, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They kind of look like the D6, except they, you can get them in, they're multicolored.
1: Yep. So they are D6s, and instead of just being a black housing, they're red and black now, so they have the polarity colors, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and they're compatible with your old D6, so if you want to, right. you know, when you can get new connectors, First, so just buy is, these. Is
0: everything, is the mold and everything about them the same? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It, I believe I so. Like it.
1: I believe so. It seems like the the bullet itself is the same, and the uh, connector itself, the D6 size. and But they said it mates up with the the older D6, the version mm-hmm. ones, I guess we could say. So, um, you know, then me you know, even if the mode is a little bit different on the handle part where you push and pull it, you know, pull it apart, but the actual connector part that the sleeve, right? The part that goes in and out of each other, it's the same size, so it's pretty much the same connector. Yeah.
0: yeah. I guess you can keep your uh your polarities straightened out, which you can do that with a wire anyway, so mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I mean, you know what? But there are times and I hear from other pilots that they still you know, people still make mistakes and you know, connect the wrong battery to battery and stuff like that. So maybe yeah, it would be who a good did idea. That? Uh, I
0: think Jimmy Jones did that the other day. He said on his show, he stuck his – he plugged his batteries together. Mm-hmm. I believe it was him.
1: So that's – so like something like that would be useful. Like maybe you have yeah, your – your, um, your batteries have these color-coded, right? And then, and mm-hmm. then the connector on your – you know, hell, it could be whatever. You know, It doesn't really yeah. matter. It could be the black ones or it could be the, the you know color-coded ones. Sure. So. Well, and they look cool, nonetheless, they mm-hmm. and they're great connectors. I mean, I stand by them. Oh, yeah. I use them on anything, um, you know, anything that's a success.
0: Well, they have the small ones. They even work really well. I mean, if you just take the time to change it all over, mm-hmm. the little four millimeter ones, uh, the D four, I guess it is, D three.
1: They have D three, four, and five. They're basically the millimeters and bullets, right? Yeah. Three millimeter, four millimeter, five millimeter, and D six are obviously. The uh, six millimeter. Right. Awesome. And then let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Frank's event it's coming up. Yes, it is. Is it Homestead? Homestead, Florida. Florida yep. Yep. The Osprey uh, RC Club. Yep.
0: Well, let's see. What's the dates on that? i keep forgetting.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it is. And it's actually coming up pretty soon. So it's October 19th through the 21st. Okay. So, so when this episode. It's going to be two Fridays after that, so okay, two weeks after.
0: Yeah, if you're anywhere in the southeast, you should try to check it out. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: It sure will be. Yeah, so definitely to try a to make it. A, and yeah. support Frank. You know, he's I know yeah. he's a little worried. He's like, I don't know how many people are gonna come and stuff. And you know, Frank, don't worry. You, it's your first year, so whatever the turnout is, it is what it is, and it'll just get. Bigger and better from then on. So oh
0: yeah. Well, I heard. I mean, there, he, he's got some uh, some pro level guys showing up and stuff. So yep. it, it's mm-hmm. going to be a good event. I wish I could go. Yeah,
1: not going to be able
0: to make it. It's a long way for me. Plus, I've got to I got to harvest all these stupid crops. <laughs> stupid corn. Stupid soybeans.
1: Don't they have machines that just automatically do it for you? <laughs> eh, now? you somebody think- still
0: has to sit in the seat, drive it around.
1: Hmm. <laughs> is not there some drone or some flight controller that could just do it all for you? Some Skynet shit or something? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Nah. Hey, you know what? I need to get with uh, Watts Innovations and see if he could figure out how to make that work.
1: Ah, <laughs> there you go.
0: Probably be the guy right. that picks me up.
1: Next, you know, Bobby's gonna be making farm equipment. <laughs> at yeah, least, at least exactly. the brains of the farm equipment. Maybe. Hey, that know? ain't
0: that ain't that much. That ain't that far from uh, selling truck tires. I'm just saying. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: Nice. All right. Any other news announcements, or should we move it on to what's next for you in the hobby? Yeah, let's move
0: it on. I'll keep it short this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So what do you what do you got going on? What's next for you? A whole lot of nothing, basically. I'm going
0: to be harvesting, and uh, I don't even know if I'll get a chance to fly this week. I may have to take a no fly. Mm. Uh, I still haven't got the sim, <laughs> just just because I'm lazy and no count. But uh, I might try to do a little bit of salmon at night or something. But um, I mostly got to focus on work this week. So I probably won't be getting a whole lot done. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So what about you?
1: Yeah, most likely I'm going to take a no flight too. Um, you know, I've been I've been away from home, you know, quite a bit. So like, mm-hmm. you know. From Friday to Sunday of last week, I was away, and then I basically came back home around ten o'clock Sunday night. So I didn't really get a chance to see my family too much, and then yeah. like boom, six six o'clock Monday morning, I got I got taken to the airport. So you know, I, and then I was at the airport. Now I'm in Denver for this week, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna come home Friday. So so I'm gonna try to spend uh, this weekend um, with the family, but yeah. you know, if I do have any chance to kind of kinda do my own thing, um, like say you know. My family's sleeping. (laughs) That's usually the one I can do my own thing. Um, Uh I'll I'll sit in to try to get some videos created for the Tortuga and maybe Mm -hmm. a build video and get that built. Um, I got to do some um, maintenance on my black nitro. Now, it's not something I have to do. Like, I haven't seen any issues. Thing has been rock solid from day one. But you know i probably put about four or five gallons through it i've never checked the ring i never checked the dampeners i did you know this past fun fly go over the screws and make sure nothing was loosened up but i need to do a little more better at maintenance on it because it is a nitro and nitro grease and grit and dirt gets over everything and you know i'm not the best i don't wipe them down i'm not ocd about it i like wipe the blades and a bit of the canopy and the frame down and landing gears, but that's it. Like I'll just give a quick wipe down and put it in the car or put it in the house and right. that's it. So I wanna kinda you know, I'm gonna check the dampeners and maybe add some preload to that. Work on um Yeah,
0: top those things up. You don't yeah, want to blade strike
1: it. Right. I don't wanna blade strike <laughs> or boom strike. <laughs> um I see what you did there. Um you know, and just kind of do some just just minor general maintenance on it and check mm-hmm. up on it, and make sure that it's good to go. Because you know, I really enjoy flying this helicopter, and I would I would kick myself in the ass if it was like a, I lost a screw or something or something failed oh, yeah, because yeah. I didn't do my maintenance or due diligence right. on it. So, so I, you know, I'm I'm having such a good time flying this thing. I want to uh, definitely make sure that it's flying mm. perfectly. Yeah, so that's kind of be kind of what's next for me. You well, know? let me
0: ask you a quick question pertaining mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, so you got the OS one hundred and five in that, right? Mm-hmm. So, how many gallons of fuel do they do you expect to get out of like your ring and your bearings and stuff like that in the engine? Like, I mean, they have a lifespan, right? Or they do, or-
1: and you know, any wear and tear um, item is going to have a life span right Mm -hmm. so whether we're talking about the ring and the constant stress at the ring and compression that it needs to provide that motor or the bearings right like how much oil what kind of maintenance have I done after I run them which is absolutely zero so most likely the rear bearing will probably end up going sooner than it, it would normally go if I did like you know dried the tank out of you know because I don't even like I don't dry the engine out of oil like fuel you know, right. a lot of people like you have to run it dry, or it's gonna the nitro fuel that's left in there is gonna get the moisture and rust your bearings, and you know, it's yeah, gonna, it's gonna show well, I, house, have
0: a, I have a thought about that as well. Uh, you, for the most part, you fly about once a week, correct? Yeah, I mean, for the most part,
1: mm-hmm, for the most part, once a week or no, would, no longer than two weeks. And, so, yeah, go, I would
0: think you would have less issue with the bearing rusting than if you only flew it like once a month or something yeah yeah because sure. the fuel and the the oil in the fuel is what lubricates that and keeps it from uh mm-hmm. from rusting i think when you when you set them on the shelf for a month two months all winter i think that's where you have more trouble with the rust and, and damaging your bearing sure that makes sense but i don't know like how long they would just last from general Wear. i mean i guess it depends on your fuel and your
1: yeah your percentage flying style and, so. and how hot yeah. it
0: gets and all that stuff so sure, right
1: all the heat cycles you're putting those bearings and ball you know the ball bearings through and the races yeah. yeah yeah for sure so i mean so basically what my checkup is like i don't hear the rear bearing you can hear when the rear bearing's going you know it makes <laughs> like a almost a rattling noise um i don't hear it so what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna take the muffler off and check the ring the ring is shiny you know it's on its way out and you better replace it if it's still black and has a nice coating on it good to go just just run it run it you know so that's that's kind of my my thoughts on the engine i might take the back plate off you know because it's easy to do four bolts pop it Mm -hmm. off and just take a look at that rear bearing and see if i see anything um yeah I i don't even know can you even see the rear bearing without taking the motor apart no, right? Uh,
0: probably not.
1: Yeah. So I don't even know if I'll take the back cover off so that I don't have to break the seal on that, you know?
0: Yeah. I'd say if your ring is okay, try to, I mean, at some point during the winter, you'll probably be down for more time. And, and then you might want to take it and put a new ring in it. And, yeah. So, I don't know. Would you... Would, if you took it all apart, would you just put bearings in it just because you have it apart? Yeah. So then what's, a, be good what's a bearing the cost? Year.
1: You know, maybe like a brand new bearing from OS, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks, 20 bucks. I don't know. Yeah, probably Something less. Something like that, right? Probably less. Right. So if I'm changing the ring and you have the sleeve out, the piston out, right, mm-hmm. because you need to take those out, that means it's easy to take the rod off. I mean, you have to take the rod off. It's easy to take the crank out, that means. And that means you can inspect your your rear bearing. So... Why not? If you're
0: inspecting it, why not just put a new one in it, and yeah. you don't have to worry preventative about
1: preventative maintenance, right? Yep. Right,
0: that's what I was
1: thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, anytime I'm going to have to do any type of servicing on the motor, most likely it's always going to be if I have to replace the ring or sleeve or anything or rod or anything, it's going to the rear bearing is going to get replaced. And right. you know, it's not that hard. You take the crank out, you take your throttle body off, your carb off, right, so that way you don't have any. Um, there's no o-rings or anything you heat that yeah. thing up in a in a little toaster oven for a couple minutes and it just just literally tap right. the thing on the table and boom that rear bearing pops right out and yeah. you know and then just freeze it and put it back in it's not, not not a big deal it's very easy to do cool man that's about it for me all right you ready to uh wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up all right we're gonna make this short since kevin's not here and i want him to deal with all the facebook comments website comments he, people popping you can't miss all the fun yeah exactly like you gotta leave some aspect of the podcast for him to uh deal with (laughs) in the next week (laughs) the next episode all right so let's uh wrap it up here facebook likes we are at 820 plus one this week but last week was 820 so I, i don't know if we lost one and gained one Which means we're zero? I mean, no, not zero. I mean, we've We're net zero. Yeah, we've gained a a net zero. (laughs) (laughs) But we have the name one name here, and let's cut a funny music. Even though I'm not gonna mess this up, we have Ian Woods. Thank you, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, good job. All right, all right. We're skipping the rest of this shit. So let's go to the outro. Let's do it. All right. So drops an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Emails at free at at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free podcast. Check out our webpage, free 4 show. Say hi to Chris, Rybert. Hi, Chris. Yeah, one of these days, I might actually update this website because I've totally dropped the ball on that. Uh, Flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production other than Flight Test Podcast. Free 4C Podcast next to our friends, the FT Community Cast.
0: Yeah. I can't remember. Is it Pat and Mike? Yeah. Or Pat? Yep.
1: Pat and Mike. Yes. And say hi, to. Make sure you say hi to hit a Flyer, David, who manages that for us. Absolutely. Yeah. RCHellyHangouts.com forum under RCHelihangouts main section, podcast corner, and free for RC podcasts. next to our friends, the RC Helly Hooligans podcast, Walt and Ned, Full Pitch Podcast, Jimmy
0: Jones, Telerotor Frank. Podcast. Oh, we got uh, 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 Mike Shaggy Parker, Mike Grumpy DePaulo, and Robert Megaphone Monte
1: nice i like the yeah, nicknames and i don't think they're on the forums but you know our our friends the bkrc podcast
0: yeah burton and Kyle,
1: and also mr high voltage himself the bobby watts high voltage podcast you know absolutely definitely give him a listen and support him all right so Bob, do you have any questions before you know before we let you go i would just say to
3: my question for you guys is first of all congrats on being Episode 140, what is this one? 140? 145. Wow. 145. So mm-hmm. congrats on that, first one. That's awesome. That's Thank really you. great. So what has your thought been on how's the trend looking of the interest level of um, people in RC helicopters? Are we looking, um, I would argue that probably when you started, like 2015 was maybe slowing down, 2016, 17. But it, is the trend going back up or how is it looking in terms of like you know, how many people are
2: interested in
1: it? To me, the trend of this hobby is that it is sort of on a disc- decline. Now, I started mm-hmm. I started flying airplanes again probably about 2013, 2014. And then the last two years, I've been like just all RC helicopters, like, you know, not paying mm-hmm. any interest in anything else. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have to say that, yeah, I do notice that the, the new adoption rate has definitely gone down. But the mm-hmm. folks that are hardcore into it are just as hardcore from when I started meeting folks you know, in the hobby, you know, let's say, three years ago. So sure. Just as hardcore now, still buying kits, still buying parts, still flying, still crashing, all that stuff. Okay. Fair enough. You, Fair enough.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. For me, it feels like uh, 2018 has, has plateaued and maybe starting to head back up. Okay. But I don't know if that's just my view of it because I still am trying to get people interested in the hobby. And I find it very, very difficult. Yeah. Even the, the, the guys that fly planes and stuff yeah. uh, just don't have much interest in helicopters. And a lot of the, the young guys, um, I'll buddy box them on a plane or a heli, and they'll do fantastic, but they have no interest. They'd rather sure. go play xbox or something yeah so (laughs) so i don't know overall if the if the decline is is still going down and i'm just going up because i'm uh you know now i'm doing the podcast with these guys i've only been on what uh two three months steve Mm -hmm. and i got a sponsor and you know i'm getting new models and just i mean i'm going full steam ahead i'm getting more involved yeah sure um but 2018 with the new, you know, a lot of the new models that have come out and stuff, it seems like interest is picking back up, you, sure. know, you know, new nitros and, uh, just, you know, a lot of different stuff, the V control, the V control touch, all that stuff seems like interest is picking back up, but it may be like Steve said, the guys that are already in it are just getting, you know, they're doubling down and getting more into it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't really tell if we're getting new blood into the hobby or not. I, I've sure. not been able to put a finger on that one yet. Uh-huh.
3: You guys would know. I mean, you guys are talking it every single week. So yep. and I, I'm just back to doing it for a hobby now, which is awesome. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think you guys nailed it on the head. I, I agree. Awesome. I do agree.
1: All right. Well, we want to just give you a big thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Um, if yeah, for have- sure. If any of our listeners want to you know, hit you up, maybe have a question, maybe have some suggestions, maybe want to invest in Watts Innovations, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how would they do so? How would they get in touch with you?
3: Um, sure. So my website is WattsInnovations.com. Pretty mm-hmm. simple. Um, and then I'm pretty active on all the social sites. So <clears throat> you can find me on Facebook. It's um, my name, Bobby Watts and, and Watts Innovations. And then Instagram is at Watts Innovations. And on YouTube, it's at Bobby Watts Halley. And I try to, try to stay active on those. So mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty responsive. So if you guys have a question at all, or um, I don't know, want to come down to our event in yes. December, we'd love to have you, or whatever, whatever else you guys want to do. I, I think, um, yeah, just hit me up and I'm available.
0: Maybe have an idea. You need some help designing a product or yeah. whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been doing that, uh, slowing down a little bit with, mm-hmm. with that. It's it, it's a lot harder to build a business on other people's oh, I ideas. Imagine. I yeah. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah it's not quite lucrative enough yet for me to to do <laughs> that kind of full time. But um, but yeah, yeah, just whatever you guys may yeah. may have. And then I would also ask to to our listeners too. I guess I'd throw the same question to to the listeners too that I asked you guys. So like, Mm -hmm. where are you seeing the hobby and, and what can we do to get new blood into it? Yes. So I think that that would be kind of my question. So if you guys Mm -hmm. want to answer in any capacity, you can, that'd be really cool.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I do have one last question before I'm going to let you go. Yes, sir. (laughs) Are you going to the homestead uh, event that Frank Moradier is throwing?
3: Um, he asked me the other day, and mm-hmm. I would actually love to go down. I think I'm going to try to sneak down for that Saturday. If
1: I nice. Can. You should just uh, talk to uh, Bert. I believe he's rolling down there. So.
3: Yeah, I think so. And then speaking of homestead, I heard a podcast with these guys from NASCAR, and now I actually want to go down and watch the race. NASCAR. I've never had interest in NASCAR. <laughs> right, right. But now <laughs> I think i you have to go to Homestead. Check it out. Final race of the year. Yeah. So.
0: Cool. Awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah. All
0: right. But, well, um,
3: all right, guys. Well, thank you for having me. I really yeah, Thank you it. so
1: much for coming thank on Thank you so show.
0: much. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate absolutely. Best of
3: luck. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Best of luck with the podcast. Um, yeah, uh, you too. <laughs> uh, love, to, love to come. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'd love to come back anytime.
1: Yeah. Anytime you want. You have an open invite. You know, if you have new things you want to talk about, whether it's on your podcast or ours or however you want to do it, come back. Let me know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think once I get this my my first little uh, little do out there, then we can we can definitely. Try oh yeah, again. that'd be great.
2: So, yeah. so awesome.
3: guys, I'll send I'll send you guys some of them up there, and you can play with them and oh, yeah.
1: um, see what you think. So awesome. Yeah,
3: that'd be great. Should be good. Should be good. Should
1: cool. be good. So, all right. Thanks. All right, guys.
3: Well, thank you again. Appreciate it. A Thanks a lot.
1: Uh, have a good night. See you guys. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks, Bobby, for taking the time to come on the episode. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye
0: bye. I can't move
1: away from the mic because it's strapped onto my head. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
2: Goodbye.